Altmetric offers a reliable, functional, and an efficient way of getting a comprehensive picture of the reach, influence, and attention researchers receiving online. This year, Altmetric marks his sixth year of tracking and curating the online mentions of research outputs to offer practical insights for a variety of users. In this digital science podcast, we sit down with Altmetric's founder, Ewan Aidy, and head of product, Jane Liu, to chat about the development of the data tracking and how the curation and presentation of the data has evolved to offer users the quickest and most effective way of reporting on the attention the research has received. Ewan, tell us about the development of Altmetric data. Um, what gave you the idea of tracking this data and how did you begin to gather it? Well, I, I used to produce this data uh, back when I was a researcher quite a long time ago. Uh, I worked in a genetics lab and I used to write a blog about bioinformatics, uh, about the papers that interested me and this kind of thing. And um, really what got me interested in uh, the idea of collecting all this stuff is that I used to read other people's blogs as well. Isn't it? And it always occurred to me that when I visited a paper, what I wanted to see was those blogs listed alongside it so I could see what my peers thought of you know, this particular review or this new method or whatever. Uh, and that's really how it all started. It took a while to get going after that, but that was kind of the... Um, the, the seed of it. Gene, can you tell us how the data has developed over time um, and what are the most significant milestones that have happened in this period? So initially, the easiest data sources to work with were actually social media sites uh, like Twitter or Facebook. And it was because they had public APIs that were actually quite easy to integrate with. Uh, blogs and news were also pretty straightforward just because they had RSS feeds. And gradually, we started moving towards really not just building up the number of sources we tracked, but also enhancing the quality of sources generally and adding more unique sources that you just really couldn't get anywhere else. So for example, we started text mining references out of policy documents and also news stories. And that led us to not only matching URLs and links to DOI uh, articles, but also a lot more research papers generally uh, beyond that. So uh, another unique source we added quite recently was Core Syllabi out of a partnership we did with the Open Syllabus Project. Yeah, I think it's interesting that when we started out, social media data was the most available and uh, you know that's what we began with. But interestingly, now it's kind of switched around. Text mining used to be really difficult. Social media used to be really easy. And nowadays, we've got the text mining down pat, and it's the social media platforms that are becoming harder to collect information from, you know, for legitimate privacy concerns as well as for commercial reasons. How does Altmetric help users interpret the data it collects? So the core of all our products has really been the Altmetric details pages. Um, every output that we track automatically gets a really in-depth report of attention it's received. In terms of reporting functionalities, I think particularly in the Explorer, uh, Altmetric Explorer, that is, um, it's really evolved over time not only to include attention insights at the individual research output level, but also at the journal, author, department, and even university level. So what we're really trying to do is move the perception of Altmetrics beyond just, oh, someone tweeted about my paper, that's kind of cool, to actually helping someone rethink their whole, say, marketing strategy or promotion strategy for a journal or even um, a whole research institute's work. What measures have you introduced to ensure the data is reliable and meets user needs? Well, meeting user needs is interesting because when we first started out, uh, it was a bit like that Henry Ford quote, you know, if you'd asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. People didn't really realize uh, what our metrics could be used for. They didn't know how they wanted to use it uh, until they actually saw it. Um, so it put us in an interesting position. There's much more of a conversation nowadays around things like responsible metrics. Um, but 
you know, originally the fact that we had, you know, decided to make all the data auditable and choose what sources to include and not include based on how transparent they were, that wasn't really a selling point. If anything, it might have held us back because competitors could add things like usage data that we couldn't because it wasn't transparent enough to the end user. But nowadays, people are much more familiar with Allmetric and Allmetrics, and, and Gene does a lot of work with customers, especially to collect use cases and make sure we're heading in the right direction. Uh, it helps that the Allmetric badges are very heavily used. They work very closely with a lot of publishers and universities. So we tend to hear pretty quickly from, from authors, especially if we've missed anything major. Yeah, so we, we do try our best to stay as involved with the research community as we can. And actually, we run frequent beta testing programs to get users directly involved with our development process. Um, some of our earliest advocates have been librarians, and we actually still spend a lot of time speaking to them and listening to the challenges that they face, you know, oftentimes through finding more ways to support early career researchers um, when they're asked for information about their metrics. What role do you think metrics providers have to play with regards to responsible metrics? I think they have a, a big role to play. Um, Usually when people talk about responsible metrics, they're talking about the responsible use of metrics. You know, what are you putting on your CV or what are you using to, to judge people with? But actually, there's a lot of subjective decision-making at the provider level. So providers are making all sorts of decisions around, you know, how do you define an average? What different pieces of content do you index? You know, how do you present these indicators or metrics? Um, you know, what kind of education do you do around them? And uh, there's a very tempting cop-out which is to say, as a provider, well, we're auditable, we're transparent, you know, you can see all the decisions we made, so it's up to you to take that information and work around it. And then just leave it to end users to understand it all and to act appropriately. Um, but in my view, that's that's actually never going to happen. That's, that's It's not a good stance to take as a company, you know. Um, and why should it happen? If you're introducing new data to the marketplace, it should also be your responsibility to make sure that people are using it correctly. Providers know all the ins and outs of the data because they're the closest to it. It's their day job to deal with it. And you can't expect busy researchers to read 100-page documents to get to that same level of understanding. What are the most interesting applications of altmetric data that you've heard of since starting the company? In the last few years, we've actually started a big push to start tracking attention paid to books and chapters. And one of the coolest applications of altmetric data that's come out of this is in book publishing, specifically during the commissioning of new books. So because Altmetric has a wealth of data for articles and journals, and of course, Altmetric's data generally accumulates very rapidly, we're actually hearing a lot um, from book commissioning editors about how they check the pulse of their subject area through the attention paid to top journals in the area. And then they can use that intelligence not only to identify potential authors to write a book, but potential topics that might be trending and of interest to readers. Finally, what are your goals in making Altmetric's data available to the research community? I think it's part and parcel of being um, part of that community. You know, when I was a researcher, I used to make use of all sorts of free data sets from people and sent off for free CDs and things like that um, with genomic data sets. You know, we're from that same background. A lot of us have academic backgrounds, and we benefit from people understanding all metrics and how to use and not use them. So it just it made sense for us uh, to be able to make this data available to, to bibliometricians. Thank you, Gene and Ewan, for joining me on this Digital Science Podcast and for telling us about the amazing work you're doing at Altmetric. If you would like to find out more about Altmetric data and the tools they provide, email them at info at altmetric.com and follow them on Twitter at Altmetric to stay up to date with their latest product developments, their company news, and much more. From Digital Science, I'm Cameron Shepard.